This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. What up, everybody? Trump gets indicted on some bullshit. Marjorie Taylor Greene goes to New York City to protest and the mayor of New York City wants to talk smack and the whole thing's bonkers anyway. Turns out the Chinese weather balloon wasn't a weather balloon. Who could have predicted that? Dylan Mulvaney ruins Bud Light. And guess what? Something I forgot. Let me look at my paper. And James O'Keefe finds some shady contributions to the Democrats from AdBlue with people that had no idea they were even doing it. Stick around. I remember on Instagram, this is during the pandemic, I remember, I forgot why I was following this lady, but I guess she was like putting stuff like, hey, what are some crazy stuff you guys have been doing since locked inside with like your husbands and stuff like that, silly things. And it got dark. It got very dark. Like, what the hell? Like, some, what do you mean? Some of the answers were, oh, I was so tired of my husband getting up and the way he was stirring his coffee. I took his favorite shoes and threw them in the pool and then cut them up or something like that. There was like crazy stuff that they were saying that they do because they're they're they were so annoyed by being home with their husbands like in the house and like everyone not doing their regular routine stuff. He's usually gone for half the time and then when I had to look at his face for more than 15 minutes, I realized what a worthless piece of trash he was and so was I ruined that. his video games. It was very that. It was very that. It was a little like, oh, "Why did you get married to this person? You seem to hate. And it was things that men were just innocently doing. Like, oh, uh, my husband usually gets is awake before the rest of the family, but I found out that I can't stand the way he sips water in the morning. Like, it was stuff like that. These poor guys had no idea either. Yeah, they're just, yeah, it's like, I don't know, man. The more the more that I see these people on the Fresh and Fit podcast and stuff, the more I feel really sorry for women because their expectations of what men are supposed to be like are so high because of the feminist movement mm. that it's not even close to reality. And so- like when you, when they ask these women in the fresh and fits and they bring these women off the street, they're like, Hey, right. we'll pay you 20 bucks to come talk on a thing. So they all come talk and they're just like, so how attractive do you think you are? And they're all like 10, 10, 10 girl, 10. And then the guys, like everybody in the comments is like, yeah, <laughs> no way. Like you've eaten 10 donuts every hour. Looking average. We all well, yeah. us look average. Well, so that's what I was getting to was that they're, they're saying their expectations of men they're like, how much money does he need to make? And they're like, well, he's got to be at least six foot tall. He's, you know, he's got to be in good shape and he's got to make at least six figures yep. and all this stuff. And it's just like, and so they just ask him, they're like, do you know which percentage of men make six figures in the United States? And the girls are like, uh, probably like 50%, something <laughs> like that, like 30%. And they're like, it's like six like yeah, 6% like or like 3% small. or something. Right. And then they were just like, oh, like the, do you know which percentage of men are taller than six feet? And they're like, probably like 30 or 40. And they're like, no, like 10. it's like 10, Yeah, you know? It's so like, we're already. And so they basically, they have this like graph and they've like shrunk it down to like this big. And they're like, but all the women think like you think. Right. So all of you women are also embittered by men because you're like, men are trash and they cheat on everybody. But that's because all of you are going for the same like 30 guys in the country. Right. And don't, you forget, know? And don't forget, even if a guy does have all of that, six inches. If you're not good in bed, if you're not some superstar in bed, as if if you're making six figures, you would have time to be some kind of superstar in bed. But if you're not that, oh, well, the sex was trash, so had to let him go. It's so right. superficial. But it sounds like, too, they overvalue themselves. So they think they qualify for a man yes. of such high stature. Yes, they overvalue themselves. So that was the crazy thing, man. Like I told, I told Erica, she better never die. Because oh, yeah. I don't want to get back in the dating world, man. Like I would, I would not know what to do with these bimbos. Even though I'm top one percent in these different whatever ways, I don't care. I the fact that that the fact that they even think to themselves that that's the way they should be thinking. Because look, even if the girls who are conservative today, even if the girls that were conservative today, that me and you would look at and go, they got a good head on their shoulders. Mm -hmm. But even them, their expectation of men, because their group of women over the last 15 years has had this significantly higher increased expectation of men would be something I would literally have to go 
to just pearly things and be like, hey, do you got a pool of girls I can choose from that's actually like old school and thinks the right way, you know, or whatever. And like, anyway, I'm just I'm I'm just appalled because they're going to be lonely forever because really men won't sad. put up with it. They know what they're worth now. It's not a good like you want to marry somebody that's here's the crazier part that the average amount of bodies that women have when they hit 21 is 15. Like, I saw I saw that one podcast, the whatever podcast. I've been seeing clips from them and the body counts on these young ladies. 30, My jaw is 60. on the floor. One was 200. I stopped counting at 254. I specifically watched that clip today. I'm pretty sure people might have seen it. It's going viral. 254. She stopped counting. She stopped counting. I couldn't believe it. I was like, Honey. <gasps> yeah, well, so they also said that there's a significant decrease in marital faithfulness. Like if you'll stay married yes. if you've had more than five ever in your life, uh, or something. It's I like saw, a it's I like a big reduction thing. after one and then a big reduction after five. I think it's five, yeah, was a huge reduction. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. So I mean, I don't know, man. I just I feel really bad because you know these girls. They're setting themselves up to be the most embittered class of people in the United States, which is single women over 45 that are that are uh, career women that are career women. Like They take antidepressants more than any other uh, group in the United States. Yeah. And it's like, dude, I mean, honestly, you know, I said this a lot in my life, but expectations determine general joy levels like gratitude. General like expectations and gratitude go together. Like whether you're going to have a good life or not is almost entirely related to how good you expected to have things almost entirely. If you thought life was supposed to be handing you a hundred thousand dollars a year when you sat on your ass and then you had to work to get anything, you'd be like, this is miserable. Yeah. But if you grew up thinking if you can make 40 grand, you'll be happy, you'll be happy as man, you'll be so satisfied. And you can, you know, if you have a wife that can even cook grilled cheese, you'll be mm -hmm. great. And then all of a sudden your wife cooks grilled cheese and soup. You're like, <laughs> dang, you know what I'm saying? So I always tell young men, my advice to them was you judge incredibly harshly while you're dating. And as soon as you decide to marry this woman and you get engaged, you can never judge again. You're mm -hmm. never allowed to judge whether she's enough again. All you're allowed to say was, was she, what if she starts faltering? That's that happens a lot because well, well, of women. Uh, sorry for interrupting the women that are uh, gaining a lot of weight. I know there's like honeymoon weight and I get it. That's and there's fine. baby weight a little bit. There's baby weight. Absolutely. But some of them just go a little bit, you know, too much. And this is negating um, medical conditions and everything. Put that aside because those are actually a very small percent, although the women will argue it. Oh, this and that and uh, thyroid conditions. Uh, most of them who are arguing that to stay have overweight. never even tried a caloric deficit or they or they don't even take Synthroid. They don't take any thyroid medications. They've never gotten their thyroid test. They just are not eating correctly and working out. So what about the women faltering in that or starts getting lazier or says, oh, you know well, what? I changed my mind. I don't want to give you kids anymore. So I say two things to this. The world, the world answer is, uh, you know, fresh and fit podcast and all those guys mm -hmm. would be like, well, that's why cheating's okay. You know, that's mm -hmm. what yes, they say. Yeah. Oh I don't say that. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's okay. I think you have to. So here's my, here's my true answer. You, you cannot be one of these men who has expectations and doesn't explain them to your wife. Unmet expectations is a big reason people are frustrated in relationships because you didn't clearly articulate your expectations, right? So that's that's a big part of it. And a lot of times men will just be quiet and be like, you look pretty in anything, honey. That's and inside true. they're like, I can't wait to watch porn later because I want to see like an attractive woman for once, you know? Like I have friends that will tell me that stuff and I'll, you know, discourage them from doing that and tell them they need to talk to their wives or whatever the hell. You think but, they're afraid of hurting them feelings? Hurting their wife's feelings? Yeah, sure. But most of the, that's part of it. But most of the time they just don't want the fucking, or excuse me, they don't want no, the no. drama the that fight. comes along with you telling a woman that she's inadequate in some way, because then you have to care about all of the ways that she's going to wonder if you're not thinking she's good enough in these other areas, instead of just being like, dude, just fix the problem. But so here's, here's the advice I give to young men. I go judge harshly when you are dating about everything about this girl. And the thing you're looking for, I tell them is you want somebody who loves kids because that means they're selfless. Kids are the thing that you can't be the center of attention when they're around because they demand more attention than you. So if they love kids, they're generally probably somewhat selfless. 
right? Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. Do they apologize when they're wrong? Mm-hmm. Are big they, one. are big they, one. yeah, that's a, that's a big one. Like, do they actually eat humble pie sometimes yeah. or do you have to pull them off? Right. Of Guys course. Guys have to too. Of course. Yeah. You know, and like, and you know, do you got to pull them? Do you got to pull teeth to get an apology out of them? And then the other thing I say is wait till they've had one or two large disappointments in their life mm-hmm. and stayed steady as a person. Because if they haven't had any disappointments in their life yet, they've had it too easy. And then as soon as something is hard, it might be the opportunity for them to decide that there's something different. So a lot of times what you find is these 16 to 24 year old women, they have pendulum swings where they're one way. And then, and then five years later, they're completely different, Mm -hmm. right? And then five years later, they're completely different. So you don't want to get them before they have a pendulum swing because then they'll be mad at you because they married you when I was so young or disillusioned and I didn't even know what I really wanted. I hadn't experienced the world in this weird way or whatever. So I would say get them after that point so that their, their pendulum's over and they're a little more used to not taking their own shit so seriously. And that helps. I like that. That helps you kind of get rid of big sways in their character later on. So that was a big part of things that I would say. And then I would always say without makeup on and on her worst day, she still needs to be able to be a 5.1 to you. Right. Just to you. I don't care what everybody else thinks. right? Right. But as long as she's still more attractive than she is repulsive on her worst day, (laughs) then you're going to be like, I'm not like, cause we're, look, there is people out there. We, get, there. we age, you know. We, well, that's, that's yeah. not, that's not even the thing. Okay. When I got married, now my own head, I don't even look at other women like that anymore. When I got married, I literally turned it off mentally. I can notice if a girl's pretty, but I don't sit there and go, wow, look at, her. I don't, I can't, you that's not, I don't, lust. I'm not allowed to drink from that. Well, right. I'm not. I have one well, it's her, you know what I'm saying? And so I don't even think of it like that, but that's not everybody's pattern of thought. But what I'm saying is, as long as she's at least a 5.1, because there is a such thing as like some women out there are literally repulsive physically to me, you know what I'm saying? Where, and I'm not well, talking about because they're 500 pounds or whatever the heck, I'm just talking about some women. I'm just like, I'm not attracted to you in that way. And so some men have asked me, should I just settle and I'll find attraction later? Only if she's at least a 5.1 to you, because the attraction, if she's cool, the attraction will just increase over yep. time, dude, you know? And, and so that's the most important thing is that. And then a lot of women will ask me and they asked me when I made this video a couple months ago, they were like, what's the most, um, what's like, what do women do that are getting older to make sure that they stay still attracted to their men? You keep long hair, try to stay fashionable to some degree. And men say this. I'm not saying this, everybody, um, but men say this, stay skinny. Reasonable. To me, reasonable. I feel like men are more. Not skinny, in shape. Right. Let's say that so it, so it's, so it, so it broadcasts to more people. And I'm not saying that. Okay, don't you get mad at me. You, I know you're about to comment. Don't you do it. I'm saying what the men say. See, I think, I think men are more, it doesn't even have to be in shape necessarily, just reasonable. I feel like men, some, we judge and we are mean to each other and say nasty things about weight and things like that more than men actually care about that. Right. They just want you to look relatively normal. They're well, very it's proportionate too. Yeah. Proportionate. It's not, it's not even necessarily that you have to be a rail. It's that if your bottom is this big, mm-hmm. we would like your top, your middle to be a little smaller than that, yeah. you know? And then we're not even that mad. I've seen some women that are like very large from the waist down. And I'm like, it's right. from it's from the waist down. Who cares? You know well, what I'm not saying? Not too much because I think then you get too far into the like the BBL look where it's like liposuctioned here. And then well, we I, I meant the, literally uh, obese people. Like, have oh. you have you seen some of the women that have like obese legs and thighs, and, but they what? don't have like an obese top for some reason? See, you you're being fooled. No, no, no. I'm talking about people that are. I'm talking ten years ago. My teacher or something would be like they're wearing corsets. They're wearing the things. They're body shapers. These have been around since before. Oh, I'm, my yes, God. I'm being fooled. You've been fooled, sir. Son of a. <laughs> it's, it's like a it's like a you ever see those uh, Pillsbury can of biscuits. Bop, bop, bop. That's what happens when they go home. <laughs> I'm just saying that's what happens when the corset comes up. You're kidding. <laughs> yeah. OK, so for the longest time, I thought these women were just pear shaped and they the way there their body some. collects fat was just like 
really large at the bottom and then kind of normal at the top. And if that was my wife, I would be like, this is better than the other alternatives where it's like, 20 years you know, ago, 20 years SpongeBob. ago, even, um, a lot of this is down in South Florida. A lot of women who are bigger, they would also get tummy tucks. So that happens. You don't have to lose any weight or anything. Big arms, big up here. And they would get tummy tucks like they're called mommy makeover packages. Yes. They do a couple things like light breast lift. There you go. Tummy yeah, tuck. Yeah. We watched uh Texas housewives or something. Me and my wife. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, they yeah. all got the, they all got the mommy makeover. Yeah. And that is uh, actually, especially people in South Florida, a lot of times they fly to uh, Dominican Republic, uh, Colombia, places like that, Mexico to get these surgeries. So they're more affordable and more, more common than you would think. Uh, and that's what happens is they look like they have a little waist, but they're, oh, they're, they're big everywhere, but at least they have this. And to me, that, yeah, if that's you've got cheating. the hourglass shape, then men don't really care. And that right. is kind of cheating on the scale, but, on, hey, on the natural scale of things. Okay? Right. But if, if the man is happy, you're happy. Everyone's happy. Then cool. I think also uh, this goes back to the women we were talking about in the beginning who, oh, I'm a 10 and I want a 500 K guy or a six figure man. Da, da, da. Comparison being the thief of joy. Yeah. Well, and that's I the same thing with expectations and gratitude. Right. Comparison. Go ahead. Keep going. The compare. Well, that comparison is that they women are comparing themselves. And you're right. They're getting gassed up in their head by the feminist movement. And like, you're right. a 10, you're a queen, you're a this, you're a that. You deserve you a limo. Should, right. You should have this. And look at me like this influencer has got lucky and got like this six figure guy that has all this stuff. And see, I if I could do it, you could find one too. And it's like, stop comparing yourself to this person on your phone because you're it's your thief of your joy. And same thing for men. Stop trying to think that your wife is going to look like or, or girlfriend or whatever is going to look like the Instagram model because most of the time she's photoshopping it or wearing the corset. Right. So. Yeah. Well, or she's 20 or 20 or she's right. 20 and she hasn't like, see, that's another thing where I'm kind of like, mm, this is some bullshit because you see some of these girls that are like 17 to 23 and they're like, check out my gym routine. I'm like, bitch. A that 43. ain't a gym. This ain't a gym routine thing for you. You just came out the womb like 18 years ago. You're literally your metabolism is eating 3,500 calories per day by itself with you just sitting around doing nothing. Yep. You have no chance for your skin to even have a chance to be wrinkled. You eat like trash. And I can in some of these girls, you remember, you remember these girls in school, you know, you kind of look at them and be like, you are one baby away from explosion. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And some of the girls that even talk about that, they're like, I'll get married and then I'll have a baby and then I'm not going to care about my weight anymore or whatever. Yes. And I'm like, dude, because like, if you think about it, you know, we'll say this and then we can in this segment, I reckon, but like women are born with their value. They just mm -hmm. have to upkeep it. Their dad has to help. Their mom has to help them upkeep it and make it even maybe a little bit more valuable with the way that they act and stuff like that. I mean, look, if you're pretty, you can cook, you can clean, and you know how to be quiet and be kind and soft and submissive and feminine. You win. Mm -hmm. Every guy that I know is like. We'll be uh, fighting each other to get or, to Or they've been so beat up by other strong women in their life that they're just used to women bossing them around. So yeah. they look for that same thing again. And then some woman so who's toxic. got a dysfunctional way of living because her dad was a total cuck or a loser or didn't exist, right. finds a male who she can dominate like that. And then they have this weird warped relationship yep. most of the time. Now, I'm not saying that's always the case. Some women like to lead. I get it. That's a thing. Uh, and some men like to follow. I get it. That's a thing. Um, I just, in my personal opinion, I think that if you aren't admirable enough in your own, if you're not admirable enough in your own personal endeavors, man, as, as a male, you're failing. You're failing because your kids model you, you know what I'm saying? Like your kids model you, mm -hmm. you know? So I think you should be the person who's trying to go after things in certain ways. You know what I mean? Right. Everybody's got different cons. And I'm not trying to say all generalities because there's, there's exceptions to the rule. There right. always is exceptions to the rule, but by and large, if you are a pretty submissive, feminine, kind, cooking, loving woman, you got it made. You got it made. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Just stay that way. Just stay that way and you can have your pick of men. Just please get married before you turn 28 if you can if you can help it. Um, because a lot of women are kind of gassed up to like think pursue a career or something and I'll care about this when I'm 33, but you're past your prime and the dudes that you're going to want if you're those things I just said because that means you'll have top pick potentially. Um, the men are going to want people who are under 28 years old if if just objectively they are. Like right. I don't like if you're a male and you're really successful you're going to want multiple children and a woman who's 28 
you know, she might not be able to provide those multiple children so easily because her body can't bounce back the easiest way. And physically it takes a toll. And, uh, what is it? 35 plus is geriatric pregnancies. Yeah. So anyway, all that to say, I hope this helps somebody out there, you know, and men, my list for men is get your passports. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) That's not a bad advice, honestly. Get your passports. A little bit, not a little bit, a lot of it. I think that they're really. I I see it. I see the horrible treatment of men, um, just in general. The like terrible. Talk about that a little bit. Just the terrible attitude towards men. We were just talking about it. That average-looking girls are saying he needs to have six figures, six inches, six pack, or I'm not even interested. Slow down. Let's wait a minute. How are you going to expect that from your 21 and you're looking for a guy? Usually they're like, oh, you know, a 24 year old guy would be nice today. A guy that's 24. He's not going to have all that yet. Maybe you could work with him, you know, and then there's no expectation from themselves. What are you going to do or what do you bring to the table? And I, this answer just drives me up the wall. I am the table. Right, I'm bringing no, me to the table. Sweetie, you're no. looking at it. Yeah, I yeah, the table, the chairs. I heard I'm the table, the chairs, the da da da. No, you need to offer something too. You know, this is it's a team effort for both whatever your role is and whatever his role is. Yeah, if you just think you're pretty and that's it, yeah. there's a lot of pretty women, lots of them. Yes, and if one like let me say it like this, fellas or women, your looks get us in the door. Who you are after that keeps us in the door. Yes. But if you don't have much after that, like a lot of these pretty girls that grew up being, being, uh, getting attention because they were pretty, didn't have to develop a personality. Yes. And so they end up being shitty to talk to, or they're dismissive of things. Like if they don't like, you, like if they're done talking, they're just like, they I'm quit done. listening to you yeah. or whatever. And it's because they know that more attention is coming for free because they're pretty. But if you weren't pretty growing up, you've had to learn how to kind of play social ping pong with people and like get along with them so that they want to, in- Oh yeah, she did the thing. Oh, she knows that song. Oh yeah. dude, she's so fun. And you can get hype with her and it's more fun or whatever. That's a whole nother range that if you were only pretty and you never tried to develop your life, you don't even have it. So you don't even know yep. what that's like, it's, you know, Daniel and, Tosh said uh, this joke. I think I've said this on here, but I don't remember. But it's hilarious and very, very true. That's why maybe it's funny. It's like being an ugly girl is like being a man. You're going to have to work for it. <laughs> <laughs> it was so true. Yes. But I mean, it's it, you're right. The looks will get you in the door. But, you know, the things that you do and the way you are and the, how you treat him is going to keep you. So, right. No, See, I'm I'm perfecting my looks right now. That's why I've been losing all this weight or whatever. It's because I'm like, all right, I've got a lot of the other stuff in order. Now I might as well be a pretty boy too one day. So that way I can have nothing. Because it's not, and I'm not saying this to hype myself up. I'm saying this because it, God is giving me a lot of gifts, mm-hmm. period. And I'm an idiot if I don't say, okay, I'll correct the other stuff too. Right. So that I can be the best that I can be. Because it's it's really foolish and it's, it's being a bad steward if I don't, you know right. what I mean? It's like, you only get one body. You know, if I've got these gifts, I better damn well use them well. And in the vessel that carries those gifts better look good too. Right. You know, I just, I feel conviction about that. But anyway, all that to say, I feel sad for these girls that are growing up thinking that, you know, Mr. Six Figures is going to come along one day. Cause he doesn't, he mm-hmm. simply doesn't. And if you're not ready to settle for toll booth, Joe, you know, who's making 55K a, garba- a year. A garbage man making six figures a year. Some of these blue collar, that's another thing too, this dismissive thing about blue collar workers that it has to be a suit tie and a six figures at some yeah. high rise. It, it's not, that doesn't have to be it. A plumber can make six figures. Bit, you have those midnight plumbers that go to those apartment yeah. complexes. Or electricians, like electricians, yeah. iron workers, boiler makers, teamsters. Dude, those guys are all making six yeah, figures if they're, if they're working hard. Like that. Yeah. And not, not only nothing wrong. I mean, you know, like we're see, I like, I mean, I guess if I was a girl, you know, I'm an ambitious person, so it's hard for me to tell, but like, if I was a girl, I think I would be okay. If a dude was like 65 to 75 K. Oh yeah. That's plenty, you know, and reasonable, reasonable shape and honorable and wants to raise good kids that love God. But I do understand women's plight. It is as it's far a as this balance. As far as the submission thing. Because you're essentially attaching yourself to a car, to a person. And if you're a traditionalist, 
you know, if you're a traditionalist and you're going, I'm going to submit to what you want to do. What if he never wants to do anything and he's just totally content with a regular nine to five? Do you hear women talk about that and wish their men was more ambitious? Okay. So the thing is, is that what do you mean by ambitious? What do you mean by that? Like what's pursuing a goal of some sort beyond Okay. Maybe, like, maybe impact. Okay. So if you're with a, let's just use the same examples we're using garbage man, electrician and stuff like that. There is a opportunity to move up. And also every year that you work for a certain company or you start your own business, which is ambitious. And a lot right. of people do do that. Yes. You move up in the company, you make more. It's, it'd be the same as like her going and working at the bank and moving up in, in, I guess it's tenure or whatever you want to call it. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know. You know what you marry. Okay. Know what you marry. Like you said, don't, don't, once you get married, don't have more expectations. Well, when you're talking about getting married to this person, if he's not saying, yeah, I have big dreams about this and that and that, well then don't get mad when he doesn't, when after you get married five years in, why doesn't he have big dreams about this and that? Because he said, I didn't have big dreams, but I want to right. get married. I want to work and I want to, I want to, I want to come this. home and relax. Right. Or I want to plot a property. I want to have cows and chickens with you and my five kids. And that is what is going to be. And if you're like, okay, yeah, let's do that. And I'm going to make sure you're not going to go hungry and that we're not going to be homeless. Like I do feel like a lot of men would say that they would want to go to work. They'd want to come home, play with their kids, play video games. You know, a lot of men like video games. I like video games, but I don't like playing yeah. them every day. I, I like playing I them think, like I twice think, a week, maybe for an hour. And then I'm like, all right, that was enough. I think men are are a lot better than are. Uh, there's are there are many men out there that do have ambitions out there. They're just not as ambitious as the woman thinks they should be, because we think on a, a little bit of more of a grander and delusional scale. Like, you know, I think I think on think. that scale, too, because I, I hold myself to such a high standard for I better be doing shit. You know what I mean? Right. But that's I, I don't know why that is, but I am that way. And that might not be for every woman because uh, and it might not be for be every s- man. Right. And you might be too busy. What if that's a woman that, no, I like that idea of you coming home at the end of your nine to five and we go for a nice walk with our five kids and have the, we got to go milk the cow and do that. What if she's not going to like this ambitious person when he gets home from work, he's got to go spend seven hours doing his next ambitious thing instead (laughs) of fixing the car like or changing her oil like he had promised. So I don't know. It's just it's it's like you said, like when you're getting together, talking about these things and really hammering those. Yeah, you got to figure out you, you, you can't marry potential. I always used to say this. You can't marry potential. You have to marry kinetic. You can only marry what they're already doing is only is the only thing you can expect from them. If they never change, would you be content with that? Because most people, generally speaking, don't change very much, especially not in the way that their significant other wants them to. Right. You know, like if you're feeling the person isn't adequate in the category, you're not just going to all of a sudden one day be like, well, that's a mistake that women make too. It's like you just said, they potential. marry potential. Yes. Yeah. He, like, he could be a CEO. Yeah. And he's good at this. And then what they nag the life out of him yes. and he just wants to commit suicide for the next 30 years. Cause he didn't agree to that. Right. He didn't agree to that. Or to the, you know, I heard it. What's his name? Dennis Prager from Prager. You said the other day, I heard him say this. He goes, if a woman ever, if you've lost, man, what did he say? It was like, you've lost respect or you've lost control. If a woman ever, if she can act a certain way or she can manipulate, uh, manipulate you with disappointment and you decide to change what you think you should do based Mm. on, based on her disappointment, then you've already lost respect anyway, or something like that. Like if, 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 if your fear of disappointing her or Mm. not living up to her standards in a certain way is like fuel for why you're doing or not doing something, you've already lost respect. Hmm. It should be like, and I don't, I, I'm saying it wrong because the way he said it made a lot more sense um, yeah. because there's some cases that I'm saying right now that I could see, no, you should like, my wife has said to me a couple of times, like, Hey, maybe, maybe you could have, do you think you could have said that softer, you know, to, to right. lion, my son or whatever, you know? And I'll be like, yeah, actually, maybe I probably could have said that softer. Yeah. I probably could said that yeah. softer, you know? And it's like, so it's like, I, I won't bend for that, but there's other times where it might be like a little bit more of a, you know, people try to, I don't know, the world tries to manipulate you emotionally. You know, if you're not a good person, unless you X, Y, Z and like marketing. Yeah. I was trying to sell you something. Yeah. I mean, hell, I'm always trying to sell people something, <laughs> but I just think it's worth their time and money. Um, 
Anyway. All right. Damn. What are we talking about? No, I'm just kidding. That was a 30 minute intro. Right. All right. So Dylan Mulvaney. Let's just jump into it. Let's just jump into the bullshit. So we have a Bud Light. Well, why don't we play the commercial? Ladies and gentlemen, the shot heard around the world here. We have Dylan Mulvaney in a new sponsorship from an unlikely group based on who consumes the most of it. That's a good point. An unlikely group. Based on who consumes the most of it. Click play on this, Jeff. Impressive carrying skills, right? I got some Bud Lights for us. So I kept hearing about this thing called March Madness, and I thought we were all just having a hectic month. But it turns out it has something to do with sports. And I'm not sure exactly which sport, but either way, it's a cause to celebrate. This month, I celebrated my day 365 of womanhood, and Bud Light sent me possibly the best gift ever, a can with my face on it. Check out my Instagram story to see how you can enjoy March Madness with Bud Light and maybe win some money, too. Love ya! So. Bud Light. Bud Light. NASCAR. NASCAR. Sports. Outdoors. Redneck. Cheap beer. I mean, but. America's beer associated with like something really just sports and stuff happening. I don't know. Just not that, not that, not getting facial surgery and dancing and remembered one of Dylan's very viral videos in the forest and a little postage stamp shorts and a postage stamp bralette and in high heels in the forest saying bugs, love them. Trees love it. And that's supposed to be acting like women. Actually, this commercial right here to me is absolutely insulting because what it's saying is Bud Light is telling us this is how we see you women. We see you right, as since he's knowing, the woman. Right. He's supposed to be the woman. Did you notice, too? He said that he's celebrating womanhood in this commercial. What happened to girlhood? But now it's womanhood. I bet because their PR team be like, listen, we can't do girlhood. But you can say womanhood. He does whatever makes him money. And the thing is, is that Bud Light is telling us that's what we think of you, women. Women, you're you don't even know what sport March Madness is, you silly sallies. Just like Dylan. That's what they think of you. They think you're stupid. You don't know about sports. You don't know. Oh, ooh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'm sorry. I, it pisses me off to But no that's end. such a difference, like a too. see little blonde thing from a Well, cartoon. like, he even says impressive carrying skills. Like, these are impressive carrying skills. Like, for me, just an old ditzy little dummy. <laughs> little delicate And then lady. I heard something about sports, and I don't know what it is, and I thought March Madness was just a shopping spree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a dumb girl. And it's just like, bro, you know everything about what you just lied about. Hundred percent, because you're getting paid. Hundred percent, and there's no way, there's no way you don't know what March Madness is. So anyway, I look at this, and then I contrast it. Number one, uh, he was, you know, portraying a role that women have despised now for about 15, 20 years. More, you know, uh, you know, like if you look at old Nike commercials, Mm -hmm. right? The old Nike commercials or the old Gatorade commercials that were about girls or whatever. It was always like perseverance, perseverance, empowerment and get back up, get back up. Don't Don't stop. You're not weak. You don't know less than them. Go hard, become the best, you know, da, 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 da. And now it's, whoopsie. I don't even know what anything is this water. Oh oh my God. It was, I'm an idiot. You know, and it's just like, this is, okay, so you're you're re-instituting gender roles and gender binaries with this commercial. Yes, with this. And there's no way that Bud Light wasn't paid to do this. And here's what I mean. What do you mean? Yeah, I was going to say. Like, I've thought this for a long time. I think a lot of these companies, this is my opinion, I think a lot of these companies are paid by the powers that be to disrupt the co- the community of the people, the culture of the United States of America to make it weaker, more susceptible to bullshit. Mm. And I think the way they've done it is they've been like, okay, fine. We'll go to a more ESG equity scale for like the way the world government's supposed what to be run. ESG stand for Environmental again? social governance. It's okay. like you have a score, you All have right. an index of how that. your company just- has done in that. And part of that is how you treat weird stuff like this. And so I think that it is beyond that, because if you imagine all of the people we just mentioned that are Bud Light fans, 
how many of them do you think are going to stop drinking Bud Light now? Because it's, it's got to be 5%. 5% of people have to be like, oh, I actually dislike this so much that I'm not going to drink Bud Light anymore. I In fact, hope. I'm seeing it all over Twitter. No, Ditch I Bud Light. I got to tell you, I should have found this for our our, our so, what the, so they had to be paid by somebody. Well, because it's, it's a loss financially for them to have done this. Like, what, what is there? 3% of the population that even might consider themselves to be trans or something. You know what yes. I mean? It's like 1% or it's something. Like 1%. It's like, so you just traded like, oh, this is a dumb move. You know, I don't know what you guys tried to do here unless somebody was telling you to do it that got you an interest somewhere else. Maybe they promised you a part of the world once y'all burn down it and then they rebuild it somehow. Maybe you get to be the primary distributor of beer. And you so for a seat at the future table, once they destroy the world, you get to sit there. I don't know. I anyway, don't know. What, what, I, I cut you off like no, 15 times. No, no, times. no, no. It's, I, it just came to my head. No, you're fine. Because it's actually funny and this is actually serious because I actually, I think you might be right. I just, I'm wondering who is who is paying them? But I think you do have a good point about the ESG thing because that's what they have been trying to implement. So now these, not only do they want citizens to be on good behavior and do the right things, they want companies. And you're right, those companies are, well, let me start kissing butt now. I'm going to show them, let me, give me a high ESG yeah, score so you'll keep me around. So Budweiser is, um, the slogan is king of beers. Well, somebody made a thing that said Budweiser, king of queers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's perfect though, because I, at this point, but yeah, I think it's just so exhausting, man. Like, look, all of our ancestors were binary. Everything that every human being language is Spanish. Yes. Yeah, Spanish is literally masculine, yeah. feminine, Yeah, you know? I don't know. I just it built I, the world and now we're acting like it doesn't even matter. Do they not like money? That's my question. Do they not like money? Because it sure seems like it. I, but the thing is, is I do uh, have a little bit of reservation in the sense that they know that a lot of us have the attention span of earthworms that we'll be outraged about something and just give it a couple weeks and then we'll just forget about it. And I'm hoping that it's not going to happen with this because this is effing. This is too far. This is insulting. It just is. If they would have done, if they would have had a woman acting like this, I still would have been like, if, unless that was her character, like maybe a famous a person. Show yeah, that, that's how they're supposed to act. Cool. Well, Bye. any other scenario, this would have been offensive to women. You're right. If it would have been any other person, if it was an actual woman, right? Biologically like, female, uh, they would have been like. This is like oppressive. This is oppressive for, for, for you to put this commercial out, Bud Light. And we're not allowed to say anything. Yeah. Yeah, we're not supposed to. There's a funny uh, uh, family guy. Family guy. There's a funny family guy clip mm -hmm. where it's a trans person sitting at the bar and she's watching porn at the bar and the, and the waiter goes, oh, uh, hey, you're not allowed to watch porn here. Oh, it's okay. I'm trans. He goes, oh, okay. Do whatever you want all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I think I see that. And it's so it's true. It's so true. It is. It's like, it's, oh, is there kids around too? Yeah, flash them your balls. That's fine too. Because apparently it is. And then they doubled down. Jeff, can you bring this up uh, where uh, Budweiser, it's a Fox News article where Budweiser basically doubles down that when there was outrage, they just doubled down. Bud Light says packed with trans activist Dylan Mulvaney helps authentically connect with audiences. So that was their response was that it helps authentically this whole authentic thing. I, I just can't stand the misuse of that word, but that's what that was their reaction to the outrage. So I want to show you guys this video from Dylan from before he was whatever he is now. Mm -hmm. um, and this will make more sense of him as a person. I think, can you pull this up? Guess what? You get a second chance in this game first. No way. Oh yeah. my God. Oh my God. I'm still in it. It's pretty fancy. It is. Yes, you got it. Dylan's a winner. Dylan's a winner. Dylan, nice job, man. Look at that. Uh, we're going to spin the wheel right after this. Don't go away, folks. Okay. We actually have to stop it because well, he this kept goes on going. For he just kept going. Now, like the attention, the attention, 
it's almost like that guy was like, is there an opportunity for me to get everyone's attention? Please. There's some movie where they're like touring a mental institute and there's this one girl that will do whatever it takes to get people's attention. So she's like, no, she only has this big of a window because she's like restrained kind of or whatever. And she's not allowed to like engage with people because she like does crazy shit. And so the, the doctors like look in, she sees one looking in, she poops in her hand and she starts eating her poop just yes. so it's just so they'll keep paying attention to her. And it's just like. It's definitely not Patch Adams, but okay. Yeah. I don't, it, yeah it's, not, it's probably not Patch Adams, but either way, it's like. It's like the, anyway, it's just, uh, you know, when I think of Dylan, that's, that's what it seemed like a little bit. Well, uh, I think not ben, quite that, but you get what I'm saying. Right. I, I think Ben Shapiro and Matt Walsh had mentioned this and I have seen old clips of Dylan before the transition and everything. And there has been, uh, old videos of him trying to be in Hollywood or in bands or just try to get famous somehow. Somehow. Somehow, and I think this was he landed it exactly. And I think they might be right. Were were you? Was it you and I talking earlier? We were talking about um, is there a possibility that maybe he's not taking any um, any of the hormone uh, blockers the horm- or, or the puberty testosterone the or the estrogens? Yeah, right. Uh, you know, because they just got in trouble. The doctors that were or the pharmaceutical CEOs in Europe. There was a couple that apparently got in trouble for falsifying their vaccination records. They were never vaccinated with their own vaccines. You know, just like me and you probably think a lot of the leaders were in, you know, injected with saline. saline. Uh, you know, I imagine that same thing that you, just to deceive the population. So they go do dumb stuff themselves. I definitely would see Dylan doing something like that. Like there was where a it's video like, recently, um, you know, because he's just such a victim that he was wearing a Burberry one piece bathing suit and he was in uh, doing a, uh, I think, a, a tour in Iceland and Denmark and, you know, but poor thing, you know, he's living at the Plaza Hotel, but, you know, he's a victim. And uh, I didn't, uh, the hormones soften you. The hormones get rid of that male rigidness and they also give a little bit of uh, uh, fat in certain places like the chest and the hips and everything. I don't know. uh, I don't know, but I didn't pay attention. It just was something to think about. I don't know. I'm not seeing it much on him. You know, I'm just I have questions. I have doubts, but I don't know. It's it's really starting to given that clip and seeing he acts the exact same way, which is what he thinks a, a woman acts like. And I guess it's working because America thinks women act like that. I don't know. But um, yeah, we're, that's apparently just how he is and whatever it is to get attention. That's what he's going to do. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, he got to meet with the president. He's talking. We're talking about laws that change our lives and stuff like that. What qualifies? What qualifies him? Yeah. Besides the fact that he's the like most well-known trans person at the moment. Right. You know, well, we'll catch up with him in 15 years. Like all the other ones that are like, yeah, I'm actually not trans anymore. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, so the Navy SEAL one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so Trump. Trump, 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 (laughs) Trump, Trump, normal shit, Trump. Um, Trump was indicted today, apparently. Uh, pull this video up of the New York uh, area. Do you hear the whistles? Uh, there was an ad that was put out on a text alert from somebody that Marjorie Taylor Greene showed us who it was. It's like one of her opponents was like, we need everybody who can show up there to to use noise as much as possible to destroy her ability to make to make any comments or Isn't whatever. Isn't it funny how their side does that when for our stuff, but we don't We do just that. leave them alone. We, we them don't alone. care yeah. unless they're going after kids, in right, which case right. we try to disrupt that. I remember one, the Patriot Front people, which I'm not a fan of, and I think they're filled with FBI people. But either way, they went to go break up a drag show that was happening for kids. And at that same drag show is the drag show where the dude's ding dong flopped out in front of all the kids. 
So it was like they Good they Lord. like the Patriot Front, who I'm not a fan of, uh, was attempting to stop this drag show where all of the children were exposed to a penis. So uh, yeah, even if they are feds, uh, it seems like a good idea that they should have stopped that thing. And then less kids would have seen a random man's penis. Um, but anyway, uh, um, yeah. That, did you see the country music awards had uh, drag Queens? Yes, I did. But I want to show this video of Trump walking oh, in yeah. like a Let's G. Let me see this video. President Trump, will you come speak to us? President Trump. Yeah, I think it's about to be Warpath mode, not physically, but just like he's going to go all out hard. I don't know when he's going to start campaigning for real again. I mean, this is a huge boost to his campaign, huge. really, because <laughs> huge, huge. How does he say it? <laughs> um, because it really shows the independence and the people who, you know, don't stick to one side. They just want a good leader. It's really showing them that, oh, they really are weaponizing the Department of Justice and, and the police. Yeah, against the, the primary political opponent. Right. That's crazy. I mean, it is what it is. It's, it is true. And that will push people because we are naturally, we want to go against what we think the establishment is doing. That will push more people to vote for him. Like, oh, you're going to do that? Well, that solidified my vote. Yeah. That's why he, I think he gleefully went from Mar-a-Lago to, uh, uh, to New York to, to be able to have that perp walk, I guess you could call it, uh, to show like, look, yeah, look what they're trying to do to me. And what is he being charged for? I yeah, still well, don't know. Pull this up. Pull up uh, the CNN video. President, and do you, do the legal team, uh, do they, the unsealing of the document, do you support that? Does he support that? Yes, I mean, I, th I think it will happen no matter what. I would like to see what the basis is for this. Let's remember that the real crime here that we have is that D.A. Bragg did leak that there were 30 to 34 counts. We already know that that in itself is a felony. You are not to let that go. So uh, at this point, I mean, and, and I like Alina, everybody we in this don't country know being if the, treated if the, the same no matter the who DJ, you are. We don't know if, if the D.A. leaked that information. That is speculation. Well, we don't have that information, so... Well, it's not speculation. We don't have the information. So it came from their office. Yeah, there's no other way. It could have come anywhere. Really? Look, yeah. how, look how Don Lamone tried to go in there. That's well, we, just we, speculation. We don't know that. Like still, I mean, your ratings are in the tank. Yeah, Nobody it doesn't matter. Nobody wants your show. They took him off primetime and you're still caping for whoever it is he's caping for. Unbelievable. Yeah, well, so essentially they're trying to say that they think that he used campaign funds to pay Stormy Daniels, which, by the way, Stormy Daniels today, mm. uh, it was settled that she has to pay one hundred and twenty one grand to Trump uh, for all this bullshit. So anyway, isn't that um, ironic, though? He's getting indicted for something to do with it. And then she's having to pay him because it wasn't true. Like all this stuff is not right. true. That's right. This is weird to me. Like, okay, wait a minute. He's getting the settlement. It, it already happened. And then, you know, I guess today she had to pay or whatever. I, I don't understand. Yeah. I mean, it's that's, I think that's, that's the point of all this. You know, some people are just like, all they see is the perp walk and they're just like, mm, we knew it. And it's like, they don't even know That's what they, they knew. And like, what, what did you think it was? You think it's a good idea that the department of justice is a, like that this is happening. Like you think that's wise. Right. Well, imagine I, if they do it to your political. Well, oh, if Trump gets in, it's over. Like, what do you think? are you kidding? Clinton, Biden, all of them. There's too many people. He's only one person. There's too know, many people. But he said he's going to get rid of government. I know I'm with you. I agree. I'm, it's unlikely. I don't think so. Yeah. But if they don't, we're toast in 10 years anyway. Yeah. So I'm just, I guess, being optimistic. Speaking of which, the Chinese balloon was not a weather balloon. Oh it's my official. God, no way. Just like we said, it's definitely not a weather balloon. Yeah, this is back in the day, right when it first came out. China was like, yeah, it's our balloon. And then scroll down a little bit. Yeah. Right there. Zoom into that. They were saying it was a Zoom civilian. Zoom into that, right? I think it's that first paragraph, the airship. Yeah, go up a little bit further. Yep, the airship. That's the paragraph. Yeah, that 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 quotation mark right there. The airship is from China 
It is a civilian airship used for research, mainly meteorological purposes. A Chinese foreign ministry spokesperson confirmed Friday. This was back February 1st. Uh, affected by the westerlies and with limited self-steering capability, the airship deviated far from its planned course. Oh, so, that so was they then. said it's a weather balloon and mm-hmm. Biden obviously told us it was a weather balloon. So what did it turn out to be? Pull this other one up. Chinese spy balloon gathered intelligence from sensitive U.S. military sites despite U.S. efforts to block it. Now, that, that part, is some BS. Stop it, NBC. Despite stop U.S. It. efforts to block it. What Give efforts? They knew about break. it when it was in Alaska and they didn't do anything to it. They waited till the local people in Montana were like, it was that. No, they weren't going to say D. They, oh, God. <laughs> they weren't going to say anything. <laughs> I'm ready. Say it again. They weren't going to say dick. <laughs> they weren't going to say anything about it. I thought you were going to go for it again. They weren't going to say anything about it. They were They were just going to let that thing fly. They knew. Remember, they said that they knew when it was off the coast of Alaska and left it. And then Montana people started going, hey, what's that? And then the local and then it just it snowballed from there. They had no intention. Right, the citizens had to be like, this doesn't seem right. Shoot it down. And then they were like, wait till it's done collecting. Are you guys done yet? And they're like, no. And they're like, OK now and they're like yes and they're like oh we better shoot it and then they shot it down and then china had the gall to be like make sure you return our stuff to us at least since you shot it down bro bro meanwhile the freaking u.s dollars doggone gone basically like russia brazil india mexico now is looking like they're going to join this completely different currency system the u.s dollars Dude, you can't tell me this stuff would have happened underneath the Trump. You can't tell me that it would. If he would have been like, no way to any of this, I'll cut off your this, I'll cut off your that. We were a primary exporter of oil for a time. Crazy. Crazy, though, man. I think you're right. I think you're right. So there's all that. And then we have this breaking news from O'Keefe Media Group, which I'm stoked for James O'Keefe because he's done a really good job um, at trying to keep up the energy and his citizen journalist thing that he did where he basically is dispatching everybody to become citizen journalist is awesome. But I want to show you guys one of the first things that they've uncovered as O'Keefe Media Group, and it is crazy. James O'Keefe, OMG here. We have our latest citizen journalist showing another example of unclaimed contributions through Act Blue. An inquisitive detective with Brightline Investigations for Election Watch brought us the latest unwitting contributor, this time for Richard Schauert of Winnicone, Wisconsin. Let's hear what he has to say. I've been hired by an election watch company, and they noticed that your name was on a Federal Elections Commission um, that's donated several thousand dollars. In the last seven years, you've apparently donated 8,333 times um, to elections. Wow. That many? I know I did donate a lot. That, is, that seems a little high. Yeah. That seems too high. Maybe 800. Okay. But not 8,000. No. no, there must be an error there. As we were producing this piece, we received additional footage from citizen journalist Kyle Corrigan out in the field. Here's what Wisconsin residents Sidney Grossberg and Dale Wing had to say when asked about their alleged contributions. Because in the last seven years, it said that you've donated 10,989 times. Over how many years? Seven years. So it comes out to about four times a day that you're donating. Wow. That's what we thought, too. You're one of the highest. To my knowledge, I don't think that I gave that kind of information concerning my my credit card. Right, but 10,000 times, I'm reasonably certain that you would have seen some sort of charges on there that you thought, you know, this looks odd. Federal election commission, you made four thousand eighty-five donations in the last seven years. Do you know if that's a, is it accurate? That doesn't sound accurate. Four thousand. Yeah, so four thousand, not just four thousand dollars, but four thousand eighty-five donations. So that's about almost two a day, I guess, in the last seven years. So. No, that okay. So that's one. Look at the other one, though. This lady that comes out. Hello. Hey there, Cindy. My name's James O'Keefe, and we're doing a story on, um, on the amount, number of people that have donated with your address. Did you donate to Act Blue, a p- political cause? How many times a month do you donate to Act Blue? I don't know. I don't know how many times. I don't understand why 
why um, I'm getting this. Well, the question is, you did donate to AdBlue, right? Yes, uh, once in a while, yes. Did you donate a thousand and nine times? I don't know. I mean, I may, once in a while I donate five or, or so dollars or something like that during election year. What about $18,850? I doubt that. <laughs> <laughs> Not that many donations. No, I don't think so. <laughs> what, what, the Federal Election Commission indicates that that much money was donated to ActBlue and Biden for president. I wish I, I wish I could have donated eighteen thousand dollars to Biden's presidency. How much did you donate? I don't know. I don't. Order know. of magnitude. I, I, like I said, I donate five dollars once in a while to, to because I have various charities I like to give to. Do you know people are using your address? I don't think so. Own. Um, have you donated to Act Blue in the past? I don't believe so. You, you're listed as someone who's given um, over 31,000 individual contributions to to various causes for a total of $230,000 using your name and this address. No, that's that's not us. That's not you. No. Nope. Have you ever donated to, to Act Blue? Or I think my wife has, but but nowhere near. Uh, are you aware still... that people are using your, your name? No. Have you donated to Act Blue in the past? Isn't that crazy, man? They've been laundering somehow legitimate people, so right. it looks legit. So it looks legit. Yeah. Wow. So they're taking one person and then they're like, oh, and then they're just doing it again for that one person and putting a different bank behind it or something. I don't know what. Probably, yeah, it doesn't matter. It's it's under registered under someone else's name and address. So who cares? Right? Right. Now this and is all allegedly. It. Obviously, but the people themselves are saying that that doesn't seem even close to accurate. And you would know if you gave $18,000 to a company, dude. Like I said, 200 and something thousand. Yeah, that was 230 something thousand. That's, that's crazy. That's an insane amount of money that uh, obviously you would notice. And I'm pretty sure they're all going and checking their bank accounts, but I don't think it's that nefarious, although I wouldn't doubt it if they would try something like that. But that's what they're doing. They're cleaning the money. By saying, oh, no, look, that guy, Roger, Roger donated. So we'll go ahead and take Roger and just repeat this donation uh, of whatever. Right. Yeah, wow. we'll take we'll take Roger's name. That was an, a legitimate source. So it won't be that weird to track it. And then we'll just pull from a different bank 4000 times per day for $18 or whatever the heck, you know, like that's wow. like, you know, that was nuts, dude. So shout out James O'Keefe. Great find. I don't know what's going to come of this. Probably nothing. Um, you know, but it's just, you know, the more and more we see, the better it is to know that, you know, we're not crazy. No. Oh, like my wheels are like turning right now. I'm kind of like shocked. I didn't realize because you told me about it. I hadn't heard it yet. I'm shocked at the amounts. Yeah. Those are not insignificant. That's significant. How does nobody, how did you not flag that? Four times a day? That's what he's saying. He was basically- Yeah, who four- donates to a political cause? Dude, if Trump himself texted me, I'd be like, all right, bro, I'll give you, I'll give you some money per week. You know, like that right. would be it, bro. One, once every seven days. And even days. that would be like- Bleh. Yeah, and even then I'd be like, but like, I'll, whatever I put, you got to match with your like, own money. Yeah. You know, or something. But like, anyway, I don't think I ever even donated to Trump. Like maybe I gave, for I bought a red hat. I bought the MAGA hat. I did. I did. But I mean, I used to have a GOP thing. I used to have a GOP um, automatically take. And then I used to augment when I'd have a good uh, week or whatever, or a good month. And I used to augment that. I completely cut that off, especially when they didn't uh, reform Section 230 or 240, whichever the one is about the freedom of speech on the Internet yeah. censorship. When they would the freaking Republicans had all three branches yep. and they did nothing. Yeah, they did nothing. Had all three of them did nothing. I said, nope. And I told them they kept trying to send me stuff. I even had to write a nice long letter. I was like, don't don't take me off your list. And I'm going to keep sending this letter. And I like spelled out everything. Why I didn't I don't want to donate to you guys anymore. I had a couple union officials come by my house like a year ago. Really? Yeah. And they were uh, just asking me what my opinion of things were or whatever. And they were both, you know, pushing Democrat stuff. But they were union members. So I just started talking about all of the normal stuff that is primarily endorsed by our Democrats. And they were like, they agree with me on everything by the end of it. They were like, you're right. You're right. 
I don't hear the conservatives saying that everybody can be any gender. And I don't want my kids knowing that and thinking that. And I don't understand how like the, it's unions, like they're bamboozled. They don't know the unions, especially. And then they tell yeah. their members to vote like that while they're ripping off and, and leaving their members out to high and dry and just campaigning for their own purposes to just get richer. The people that are union members are the ones that get screwed over. Right. And yet they still are voting personally for Democrat and doing whatever the union says. So I, I don't know. Like, I, I definitely was. Just, I don't know. I don't want to say something mean, but. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, all right. Much love, everybody. Stay the course. Stay true. We'll see you next time, baby. Mwah.